Good afternoon, everybody. It's Lex and the B-Man, Brian. Brian, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Happy New Year to all the Flex Talk listeners yes. out there. Hope everybody had a great New Year. Maybe you partied a little bit, had some drinks, ate some food. Time to get back on the wagon. Let's all get focused today. We got a really good topic. Happy New Year to everybody. Great to be here. Absolutely. Yes, we're going to launch this podcast into new dimensions. We're just having so much fun uh, expressing ourselves with wellness and exercise and health and living a healthy lifestyle, uh, just being your, the best version of yourself. And we've had so much fun talking about this over the, the past few months and weeks, and uh, we're just ready to uh, launch ourselves into new topics and, t and talk about the things that really matter and the listeners really want to hear. Do you think that the listeners have really been enjoying ourselves? Yeah, I think so. I've, I've gotten some really, really good feedback from people, and that's what Lex and I are all about, man. We are just all about spreading the word about health and fitness. It's something that we've been doing for a long time, and we appreciate every single one of you tuning in every week and sharing it with your friends, and that means a lot to us. So thank you to everybody out there. Appreciate you. Yes, and then part of this whole new launching in the new dimensions is that we want to start talking a little bit more about lifestyle and wellness and not only just health and fitness, but we really want to talk about things that are going to enrich and enlighten your life. So today is the launch of that. We're going to talk about the five dimensions of wellness and the five aspects of personal health. So they are physical, they are emotional, social, spiritual, and intellectual. Brian and I are going to take a second and talk about these five dimensions of wellness and how you can how it can impact your life how do you feel about that brian i think this is a great topic it, really when you look at it you've got these five specific areas that really if you put focus into all of them will better your life and it makes total sense lex just read you the list i think it makes total sense and i'm looking forward to speaking about each of these i think this will be a good area to give listeners some some places to really put their focus and maybe do an analysis on your own life and realize, yes. am I focusing on these areas? Am I maybe neglecting one of these five areas? So this is going to be a good discussion today. The first aspect is physical. Like how dialed in is your physical attributes of your life? So exercising, do you exercise? Are you eating healthy enough? Um, obviously, I'm a personal trainer. We do these things all the time. I always announce and always telling you what an impact exercise has on your life. Are you getting your daily exercise? Are you eating healthy enough? Are you doing the things that you need to do in order to feel your best? And exercise is just one of those things that you have to implement in your daily life at least 30 minutes a day, at least. So if you fall off, just get right back on the bandwagon and jump on and making sure that you're exercising, staying healthy, staying physical, because it's going to enrich your life and it's going to make you stronger. And nothing beats the feeling of strong. Yeah, and I would actually argue, I'd be interested, Lex, if you agree with this or not. I feel like the physical aspect of these five is maybe the most important because I feel like if your body is healthy, if you feel strong, and you're really taking care of yourself through diet, through exercise, that's going to make you feel better. That's going to affect your emotions. It's going to affect your social life. It's going to affect your ability to focus if you're healthy, if you're eating well and exercising. So it kind of affects all of those other things. So I think it's actually, in my opinion, one, maybe the most important or maybe second most important on the list. Uh, what do you think? Do you think that that's the most important one or are you not sure yet? You got 
I think we're a little biased, right? Yep. I mean, we're, we've been in this industry for a long time, you and I, and we've always focused on making sure that ourselves and the people we care about are in the best physical uh, condition that they can possibly be in because we see the impact it has on daily life. We see these members walking in through the doors daily. We see these clients walking in through the doors. And if you're feeling better physically, we know that it's going to take an impact on your life. So making sure you're strong, making sure you're aging appropriately, making sure that you can open that jar of peanut butter uh, appropriately because you feel strong. You've been working out and you can do these type of things that you don't need to ask for help. And there's some sort of empowerment. There's some sort of uh, level of independence that you feel like you should have as you age. And that all comes from feeling strong enough. Yeah. So if you're listening right now and you're kind of doing a self-analysis here, let's go through it. Let's start with number one, which is physical what do you got planned for the new year? What are you looking to accomplish this year? What goals do you have? Um, just being physically active in general. Is there some sort of a program that you want to follow? Are you looking to join a gym? Are you looking to maybe hire a personal trainer? Do you need help? Do you need somebody to guide you? Do you need to invest in some sort of a program that you purchase online? What is it that you're looking to do? What goals do you have? And if you don't have any goals for the new year, how come? Why not? You know, get get some goals set and make sure that you take care of your physical body and just really understand the physical benefits that come, the emotional, the health benefits that come from being physically active. So I'm sure you're seeing it a lot this time of year, Lex. I am for sure. A lot of people are really focused on their physical activity. A lot of people are motivated. But I know you know just as well as I do. I feel like sometimes that motivation can can kind of fade a little bit for most of the population. So real quick, Lex, we've talked about this before. Give the people a good tip or two for not letting the motivation go away for somebody who's maybe just starting a, a workout for this year. It all comes from action. The more you can see results from consistency, the more motivated you're going to become. I can't say enough positive quotes and send them to your emails and your text message every single day to get you motivated. It's got to come from you. And a lot of that that comes from you is going to come from action. You being consistent, you doing these things uh, every day to make sure that you're going to see these small changes in your routine until you get these results that you can actually see, that's going to make you motivated. So not only is, is exercise going to be a big important staple in your life, it's going to be with eating healthy, making sure that you don't skip meals, uh, avoiding uh a lot of alcohol, uh, an overabundance of that, uh, and in prioritizing sleep, getting six to eight hours of sleep on a daily basis is going to help rejuvenate and help you recover so you can be your best version of yourself. So just focus on those things. Like I said, consistency, not skipping meals, making sure that you're eating healthy, exercising at least 30 minutes a day, and getting and prioritizing six to eight hours of sleep. There you go. Can you do that, Brian? That's a really good list right there. That's hard to top. <laughs> I'll just throw in some accessory things. The Lex, what Lex just said is fantastic, but a couple other things. You know, the physical doesn't just have to be weightlifting. It doesn't just have to be right. running and doing cardio. There's some other things we can be doing as well. Um, some popular things that I see people doing that they enjoy, sitting in a sauna. It's something as simple as that, oh, yeah. the enormous benefits of sitting in a sauna. What about just practicing a stretching routine, whether you want to get involved in any sort of a yoga-type program or right. Pilates? Or if you're not going to do any of those, even just being disciplined enough to just every night do a very simple stretching routine. These are all things that work into physical. Maybe hiring a massage therapist, making a commitment to get a massage every two months or something like that. Uh, so those are just some additional ideas as well. 
Absolutely. And we could talk about physical all day, right, Brian? Like those things are just some of the things that we're so keen on and we're so uh, always mentioning that's going to take a big impact in your life. So we're all about the physical. Now, next, the area of wellness that we want to focus on is emotional. Uh, trying to maintain a positive attitude when problems arise. You know those negative negative people and those negative Nancys that oh, – we, we don't mean Nancy, but we mean Oh, those. no, Nancy's not going to be happy <laughs> if Nancy's listening right now. Those negative Nancys, they're just a, a general term that people use. Just stay away from those people. They're, they're, they're energy suckers, right, Brian? You know those people we talk about that are always in a bad mood all day, always telling you about the negative thing that happened over the weekend and how they just dread being at work on a Monday and can't wait till the weekend. Uh, those people always putting their problems on you. Do you know those people, Brian? Ab- oh, yes. We, we know those people very well, and I think those people know who they are as well, that are always in a negative mood. And there really is something to be said about that, Lex, where just somebody can just either walk into a room and they can make you feel energized and happy and good. And then there's some people that walk into the room and instantly they start going to the negative and start talking about bad things and focusing on all that's wrong in their life. That, that is an energy sucker right there for sure, those kinds of people. So it is a really good idea to just remember, hey, we've got control over our minds. We can focus on, on what we want. And we can look at every situation either as a good or bad situation. Lex, you know uh, Jocko Wilnick, the Navy SEAL? Yeah. yeah. You're familiar with him. Oh, yeah. He always tells these great stories where when he was in the military, he was fighting over in Ramadi as a part of the Navy SEAL team. And all of his Navy SEALs, they would come to him, and they'd they'd always have these problems that they'd bring to him. Like, you know, this building just blew up, and we have these people about to attack us. And, And Jocko would always say, okay, good. And his people would always look at him like, what do you mean good? We're about to get attacked. And he, he just he changed his mindset. Okay, good. This is a problem. We're going to grow from this. This is great. Let's figure this out. So really, mindset's powerful. I always like going to that Jocko story. Yeah, I mean, your body listens to you. I mean, it seems off, off center, but your body really understands and it adapts to your mindset and the way you speak to it. So saying that I'm going to be uh, to my goal weight, d- regardless if I'm hitting a roadblock or not, knowing that I'm going to maintain that positive attitude, it means a lot. Your body listens to you. I mean, it's been shown that research shows that the cells change even in plants if you speak to it in a certain way. I know it seems far out, but it's it's real. I mean, they've done research on this stuff that if you speak positive affirmations and you're speaking positive thoughts uh, out loud, your body responds to the same way as these plants do. So uh, tell yourself good things. Uh Recite positive affirmations if you need to. Know that you're going to overcome these roadblocks and these hurdles. Um, Try to maintain a positive attitude. I know when it seems like life is all crumbling down on you, uh, bad things happen at work, bad things happen in your household, bad things happen on the way to work. It just seems like you can't catch a break. But understand, take some time to refocus. Know that it's just a bad time and not a bad life. So understand that things will get better. You just got to maintain that positive attitude. So when you talk about the emotions and how, you know, what you say can affect the physical, like with the plant example, which is, I, I've heard that as well, which is, cra- it's crazy, but true. Give your experience, Lex, just as a personal trainer, how does the negative self-talk affect people sticking with their program? I mean, obviously people that have negative attitudes are not going to do as well as people with positive ones. But what have you seen in terms of people saying, I can't do it. Everything I do fails. I I just never can get ahead. I can't lose any weight. 
How do you snap people out of that? What's kind of your, what tip could you give the listeners to get yourself out of that funk? Even like a trainer, I'm not responsible for you getting results. I'm responsible for me setting the program to help you get results. Um, so when I try to help people snap out of it, I'm always there to support and encourage them that it's just, it's a long road. It's a marathon, right? So uh, there's obstacles going to happen. There's challenges. We just have to find the right plan of action to get through those and still maintain uh, the positive attitude that we're going to get results. We just have to be patient with it. So I've been doing this a long time and I've seen clients that just can't snap out of it. And not only does it uh, diminish the whole idea of a good workout, it, it kind of ruins that culture of the people around you that they don't want to be around this person. And not only is it a culture sucker for your own gym or your studio or your, uh, your facility that you're working on in, um, you just want to remove yourself and it hurts business, it hurts your friends around you, and it just kind of uh, deteriorates everything around you. So I do my best to filter out those people. I want to work with people that have a positive attitude. Um, I understand that life happens, but I want to work with people that understand that as well and are always willing to get back on the positive train, the optimistic train. So uh, there's just so much you can do to try to help people, and sometimes those people find their way out, and uh, some people kind of snap back from it. So um, it's just life, right? We just have to approach life differently and more positive attitude. I think that's really, really good. And uh, just going back to the, the Jocko example that we were just talking about, you, you don't know a lot of times throughout the course of a day if you think that something bad happened to you, whatever your definition of bad is. Uh, maybe in some cases it might end up being a good thing. So I think it's a good idea to you know, approach every problem that comes your way as a problem, but not necessarily a bad thing, and to kind of shift your mindset a little bit. Maybe your tire blowing out on the way to work when you had a meeting scheduled. Maybe you would have gotten a car accident uh, if you would have kept going, or you maybe the, ti- the, the tire blowing out was a good thing. So it's, I guess it's a good thing sometimes to just look at problems and just see them as they are, as neutral things, and um, just keep that emotional state as neutral as possible. I was always really good at separating my like daily life problems from my work problems. Were you really good at that, Brian? Because I had a mentor that says, when you walk in those doors, it's showtime. Forget about all the shit that happened to you outside of the gym. And, you know, it's it's showtime. It's time to help these people and it's time to encourage your employees. Um, were you always really good at that? Just blocking out the negativity from your daily life and just not translating it to work? I'm going to be 100% honest with you and 100% honest with the listeners. That's something I am not very good at in terms of I I don't do as well of a job of leaving work at work. Mm -hmm. And part of the reason for that is just being um, I work predominantly now in sales in the fitness industry. And I always feel like I need to be attached uh, to the email, attached to the phone, always helping to close deals. We have numbers to hit. We have people to help. And in the course of me answering emails and all of that, I'm always going to see those negative emails that come in too. Uh, you know, people misbehaving at the gym, things that I have to deal with that really don't benefit me in any way. So that is something that I don't do as well of a job. Um, but I also don't let those things affect me anymore. I'll usually look at it, see it for what it is, read a bad email, and I'm pretty good about just kind of ignoring it. Um, but yeah, it just comes with the territory, I guess, for sales, just always feeling like I always want to be like connected, but I could probably do better. These are real talks, real, real problems and real um, things that 
real people are working through so uh, nobody's perfect these are just this is just an opportunity for you to work on things in your life trying to make it a more fruitful life for yourself so just living better being more well and i think this emotional topic uh really touch bases with a lot of people so next is the social aspect of wellness uh just talk about getting involved uh being a part of something uh talking with people that have like minds like yourself uh, just getting out there and talking, meeting friends, and uh, you know, just being able to vent to somebody. Do you agree? Yes, I do. I think uh, they just actually did a study. I think I just heard this somewhere on the radio, and I don't remember where, but they did a, a study of people that graduated, I think it was from Harvard in the year like 1940 or 1950, and they did this long-term study where they followed these people throughout the course of their lives all the way till like today, basically, everybody that's still alive. And they found the number one indicator of what led to a happy and healthy life was the social interactions of these people. Yes. It wasn't how much money they made. It wasn't, um, you know, all of those things, it, their possessions. It was, do they have, are they close to family? Do they have good friendships? Are they, did they feel like they have people they can talk to, relate to? That was the number one indicator. So to answer your question, yes, I agree with you 100%. I think having a good, strong family life, if that's possible for you, again, everybody's situation's different, so some people can't do that. Right. But at least finding, like Lex just said, like-minded individuals that you can hang out with, that you have uh, similar interests with, just feeling that human connection, I think that's really important. You're going to meet tons of people over the course of your life. I met a lot of people in high school and college and at my work, some of them who I'm friends with now still to this day and some of them who I'm not. And I think everybody you learn, everybody you meet throughout life is teaching you something about life. So you just take something from those people, ask the right questions and maintain a good circle of friends. Now, um, that's not saying that you need to have tons of friends because I certainly don't anymore. I was a big socialite when I was younger and now I only have uh, uh, friends on my hands that I could probably count on two or three that I, I'm really close friends with that I would still talk to every now and then. And those are the kind of friends that you need in your life. You don't need a big, huge entourage following you every single day just to feel like you're popular. Um, I think as you get older, you understand what's more important, your family and uh, a few close friends. But those friends know who your best friends are, understand that. And uh, if you need to vent to those friends, do so. And I think it just helps helps the mind feel good about itself, right? Yeah, and I don't think this is groundbreaking news that I'm about to break to everybody, but your social media followers and your social media <laughs> friends, those do not count as real friends. We're talking about in-person interactions, people that you actually have in your life that you can communicate with in person. Now, for some people, if you have a situation in life where you have to move out of state or move far away, right. technology is great, right? You can always FaceTime with people and Zoom with people. That's good. I'm, I'm not poo-pooing those ideas. But <laughs> if you have the ability to connect with people, meet somebody for coffee, have friends that have similar interests with you and where, where you can meet up in person, those are what really constitute as great friendships, not necessarily the, the numbers that are on your Instagram page or your, your Facebook page. Absolutely. And that's one of the reasons why I made uh, my online support group for my studio is to, to, to boost the social aspect of the facility. Because uh, I understand a lot, when you have a small studio, a lot of these clients stay private and they want to work out for themselves. They want to keep everything to themselves. They want to get away from the big noise, from the big gyms. So they come and see me. So 
they 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 don't like necessarily the social aspect of it but i do feel and i do find that after doing this for so long that people tend to stay longer and people tend to get more encouraged when they have a a, a healthy social aspect to the facility so people encouraging you when you've lost 10 20 30 pounds people encouraging you when you've reached your step goal uh, people clapping uh, if you've overcome an obstacle of uh, physical therapy or uh, some of these things that you couldn't do before that you can do now, like a pull-up. I think it's it's cool to have your uh, your your members or your close friends in the group uh, kind of applaud you during those con- you know those uh, big triumphant events, and uh, that's the big reason why I created that group, and I wanted to get people involved them from a social aspect, and it's it's cool to share those triumphs with people. So. Uh, just continue uh, working on being social uh, in the gym, um, in your workplace. Find people with uh, uh, ha- that have like-minded um, attributes like you, and then uh, it's, it's certainly going to help you. Yeah, and if you're the kind of person that maybe you don't have any friends at the moment that you would consider you don't have any friends or you have very few, I think a good question to ask is, you know, who are the kinds of people that I would like to hang out with? You, who, Brian. Oh, oh, that's that's really really nice. Thank you, Lex. Um, who are the kinds of people that you would like to hang out with? Who are the kinds? Of, what are the attributes that you would look for in a friend? And then where can I go find those people? Maybe you're the kind of person that you're still going out to the bars. You're in your 30s. You're in your 40s. You know, still hanging out at the the local dive bar. You know, having drinks every night. Maybe though, that's not the best place to to find like-minded individuals. Maybe there's some sort of a social group you can join, or some kind of a meetup group. If you go to meetup.com, uh, I have a buddy that that goes to those all the time with yeah. like like-minded individuals. So there are solutions. Maybe it's joining your local church. Uh, anything where where you can connect with people that are like you. So definitely do it. Yeah, there's a group of people out there for everybody. Like I always tell my son. I mean, even this aspect of life. Be yourself. Be yourself, be genuinely be yourself, and there's always going to be people that are going to appreciate you for being yourself, not somebody who you pretend to be. So, um, you know, if you're funny, be funny. If you're loud, be loud. If you're you're quiet, be quiet. Uh, Just be uh, unapologetically just be yourself, and uh, I think people will appreciate that and those around you. So Um, so next on the the steps, um, the the areas of wellness that we all need to uh, get better at uh, is spiritually. Uh, spiritual find a quiet place spend time there every day contemplate the meaning of life and what it means for yourself Um, if you have a religion study it practice it do whatever you can to just get in touch with your spiritual side and uh, uh, just make that a big part of your life and I know myself personally um, I felt out of touch with my spiritual side it always takes a second to kind of step back and really realize um, why I am where I'm at right now. And for everybody, it's different. Um, I can only speak on what I believe and, and for myself and what encourages me daily. So it's always good to have that spiritual aspect in your life, whatever it is that uh, it may be for you. Yeah, and if you are the kind of person that maybe isn't very spiritual, I think it's something to definitely explore. I think there's enormous power in believing that there's something else out there than what we can see. And obviously, there's many different avenues for that. Uh, We have uh, Christians, we have Muslims, we have Buddhists, we have Hindus, we have many different faiths, many different, you know, from a pure religion standpoint, you have people that are more universal, uh, you know, universal energy and all this stuff, many different ways. And that's probably another podcast that's over our heads, most likely. But at the end of the day, I say it's better to at least believe in something, that there's something else out there, that there's something you can connect with 
and that gives you comfort and it's kind of exciting to know that this isn't all there is so there's enormous power like lex said in taking some time to just sit and kind of connect and kind of ponder that and it's kind of a, a nice feeling to know that yeah absolutely um and sometimes it's a rough topic to talk about with some people because people don't feel comfortable talking about their spirituality with other people they're afraid they're going to be judged and i think that is, is, is huge when it comes to really finding out about yourself and finding out what your faith is and how you can connect with it uh, spiritually and individually on, on your own basis in your own time. So within your families and within yourself. So um, I know. Uh, so when I made my business, um, I have faith in my name. So uh, people were a little uneasy about it. They were unsure what, how I was going to market. So and I always stuck with it because that was my belief. So I was born again Christian uh, the year that I opened up. Uh, my facility. So I always stuck with it. I always trusted my gut. And I always said, hey, if people really want to find out, they can come talk to me and we can talk about more about it. So um, I am very confident in my, my myself and my business and, and my model, uh, although it's not the best marketing strategy out there because they always say you can't put the religion in marketing because it's going to deter some people. But um, I've had a, a wonderful business for six and a half years now, and I don't think anybody has judged me for it. And I think people are still willing to find out my story and, and why I did what I did. And I think those are the kind of people that are really interested in what I have going on here. And that, that those are the kind of people that I want in my studio. So they don't really judge. They ask questions and they appreciate. So, yeah, for, I talk about it firsthand. And uh, even when things get rough, it's always good to have that spiritual side that I can always turn to. I think it's really cool, too, that you left the the faith aspect in your name of your business, because I would assume, like most people, when they start here, they probably ask you, like, how did you come up with the name Modi Faith? Yeah. Where, did, where did that come from? So I'm assuming you, you explain to people why you put that in there. Right. And then if people still become your clients after that, after you explain that story, that seems like those are good people that you're going to want at the business. Those are going to be good people in the community. That kind of goes back to number three, which was the social aspect. Right. Now you're setting it up basically where, wow, if there is somebody that's offended that you put faith in your name, then that's maybe not the best person to have at the gym. It's almost like a, a kind of a way to filter people out. Lex isn't saying you have to believe, or but right. you just, you know, if you're offended by it, it's probably this isn't maybe the atmosphere for right. you. Right, and people are driven by tons of times wondering what this place was. And uh, uh, they say, do you sell Bibles in there? I say, no, 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 <laughs> we're a workout facility, so... Uh, it's just about having faith in your name. It, it just means that you can believe that you can do more when you, than when you actually believe, right? So if you believe that you can't, if you don't believe in yourself that you can actually squat or bench press or curl bicep curl or or do these crazy things in the TRX or the roll pull down. So it's all about believing in yourself that you can do more. And I think a lot of people now believe that uh, in themselves and uh, the power of exercise and fitness. So next uh, and last is the intellectual side of things, um, the, the overall five areas of wellness that we all need to get better at, intellectual. So um, keeping um, current on your current affairs, knowing what's going on in the world, uh, knowing that you can speak to anybody about what's going on in the world and you can kind of relay that information, being intellectual with everything going on in your life, uh, seeking more academic help uh, when it comes to your profession, learning, researching. I know in my profession that things change all the time. We have to overcome and adapt and understand that different practices come out each year, different research. Uh, we have to move on from how to squat or what's more efficient for your joints. And uh, things come out all the time. It's just about being on top of that and understanding that you got, in order to be on top of your game, you have to continue the, the intellectual side of it, research and improve. 
Yeah, that's really, really important. I think a lot of people, when they get done with school, whether that be high school or college, it's almost like, wow, I don't ever have to read another book again ever for the rest of my life. This is awesome. Or I don't ever have to take another course. I don't, I'm done. I can just live my life now. And I think that would be the wrong approach. I feel like learning to grow and expand your knowledge as you get older, it's very empowering. And I think it's just fun as a human being just to be up to speed on things, to just continue to learn about uh, science and politics and religion and world affairs and whatever it is that you want to learn about, just continuing to grow and expand. So I think the intellectual portion is huge. And there are a lot of people that like to set a lot of New Year's goals. I feel like that's a really good one is maybe to read more books or to watch more educational materials. And if you consider TikTok a intellectual agent, please get yourself off TikTok right now. It is crazy. <laughs> I mean, I know some of you use it for your businesses and things, and that's fine. But, you know, this mindless scrolling and just these TikTok dances, and it is just literally destroying our brains right now. So... Focus more on intellectual stuff, not as much social media scrolling. Lex, I'm pretty sure you would agree with all of that. I'm scrolling right now. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, bad. Setting a bad example. Just kidding. So, no, what, what are some of the things that you do to stay on top of um, your job? And I know sales is always a, a fun whole process um, with people and learning about people and how to overcome objections. Uh, what are some of the things you do to stay on top of your game? Well, I'm a, I'm a big reader. I, I love reading books. That's my favorite thing. One of my favorite things to do. And I'm very old school. I don't like to read books on tablets or electronic devices. I like the actual physical paper book. I think it's a great way to just disconnect from the world and focus on something that isn't electronic. So I really enjoy that. And there's so many good authors out there, so many good subjects to study, uh, being in the area of sales and customer service. I like to read things about those particular subjects, but that's a good one. And also too, YouTube is a great resource. There's a lot of junk on YouTube. There's also a lot of good stuff too, just searching various topics on YouTube. If you've got time to kill and you want to listen to a, a nice podcast, or maybe you find a nice you know YouTube creator that you really like. Those are some things that I like to do as well. Just kind of listen to other people's experiences and, and learn from them. What would you say for yourself when you focus on your intellectual? Are you more books? Are you more internet? What do you like to do, Lex? I just really like to dive in and what's current um, and, and try to learn from that. I know YouTube is always a big thing for me and just learning different movements and, and how the human body works and what's changed nowadays. So um, there's a lot of uh, great health and fitness coaches that I follow that I've been following over the years that help improve my work as well. So uh, people that I turn to as mentors uh, that I don't necessarily know personally, um, that, that I've always followed, that I really trust their work. And uh, um, I can always make sure that I'm on top of my game as well. Can we make 2023 uh, the year that we follow what we love to do, like be happy doing what we love, stop working a dreadful job just because it pays the bills? Are you? Are, can we make this year a year where you start following what makes you happy? Can we do that, Brian? Yes, I think we should. I think that's the way to do it. And Maybe if at the end of the day, you're not able to find, um, maybe you can't leave your job. Maybe you're, for some reason you're not able to and you're, uh, you have to keep doing what you're doing. Um, what you could consider doing is maybe switching the job up a little bit. 
So switching the job up, it can be a good way too. I just, with my personal experience, I, I was in a profession where I was doing the same thing for a pretty long time and eventually learned, maybe I can switch this up a little bit and add something to it where it's a new challenge. And I, I took on more of a leadership role um, at the facility that I work at. It's made it more fun for me. It's made it uh, more of a challenge. I enjoy it. So that's something where there's growth there. There's growth in you know, expanding your leadership skills and, and learning to be a better manager and things. So if you're in a job that you can't necessarily leave it, maybe there's a way that you can take on additional responsibilities or do different things uh, just to switch it up. And, and maybe that'll help make your year the best year ever, knowing that you're growing at your job as well. Yeah. And then it all comes down to the intellectual side of it. Once you know uh, who you are and what you're great at, uh, then you always find new new ways to make things happen and do your best at it. So if you're excited about it, like just using training as an example, I'm always looking up new ways on, on YouTube and I'm always looking up new ways on the internet and researching, finding out why those ways work and what happens to the human body when we do these new things. It's just like those kind of things excite me and that's why I know that I'm in the right industry and I'm still excited about it because at any point that I'm not excited about it, then I have to rethink my passion and my goals and my, my, my future here. But um, that's what's kept me involved in this industry for so long is that I still get excited about uh, you know changing lives and being a part of the community of, of impact and change and making everybody healthier and uh, learning what ways. And I was just mentioning this the other day with somebody. This is like seeing somebody work out seeing bad form and knowing how to fix it. And I feel so confident in myself that, um, that I'm doing the right thing for people so they don't get injured. Uh, it's just, a, it, you feel like you have a superpower, honestly, is that when you have that knowledge and you have that mindset behind you, it just makes it so much more fun. I would think too, in your profession, just personal training, I would think keeping up on the intellectual side is going to be so important because I feel like the research changes so much. I remember from when I was an exercise science student at UWM, the, the science behind post-workout nutrition has changed since then. Um, and there's so many other things that have changed. I, I would think for you, keeping up on the latest exercise science and, and nutrition data, that's got to be vital to you doing a good job. I feel like trainers that don't do that probably are going to fall behind. Right, right, right. And it's just one of those things you have to keep brushing up on what's latest. Otherwise, you kind of filter yourself out. So I want to end with a quote. It says, once you know who you are, you'll know what makes you happy and what you can contribute to the world. The intersection of those two factors is your dream, a vision that no one else in the world can share. Wow. That's good. That's deep, isn't I it? I like that. So on the lasting topic of the intellectual side, do what makes you happy and brush up learning everything that you can learn about it. Let's make 2023 the year that you follow your passion, your dreams, and your happiness. I love it. Awesome. Awesome topic. I'm glad I got to touch base on those five points of wellness. And this gives you an idea that we're kind of shifting from just health and fitness to things that are going to improve your overall wellness. And hopefully you're with us uh, on this ride for a long, long time. So Brian, anything in closing? As always, we just want to say thank you to everybody for listening. If you felt that you enjoyed this episode today, please do us a huge favor. Send the episode to somebody. If you're on Apple Podcasts, you can do a quick share or link somebody to the podcast. Uh, we would appreciate that. Give us a follow on any of the podcast platforms like Apple or Spotify. That way you can keep up whenever a new episode is released. Um, also, please find us on social media. We have a new Facebook page, which has been created. Oh, yeah. uh, Lex, what, can you give them the, the way to find the uh, social media pages? Yeah, it's uh, on Facebook. It's, it's as simple as The Flex Talk Podcast. Flex Talk is one word, 
and uh, the Flex Talk podcast, three words total. Just type that in in Facebook, and our, our social media page should just pop right up. We're on Twitter now. We're also on Facebook, and I believe we're getting an Instagram pretty soon here. So uh, we're just going to be able to share little uh, tidbits from the show, uh, little cool social media pages that we can uh, do to improve the podcast and just make it a little bit more popular for everybody so we can get the word out. Yeah, please go out there and find us. And if you are on our pages, feel free to ask some good questions. We're always looking for great material for the show. And we've had some people ask some great questions that we've used um, on the podcast so far. So if you have anything you want us to talk about in terms of wellness, health and fitness, exercise, uh, send us over a private message and we will get back to you and give you a shout out on the show. Thanks so much, everybody. Enjoy the week. Have a good week, everybody.